We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. This is Pastor Jolly John Wicomsky from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, and beloved Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois. And right here next to me, I have Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Essential Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis. And you know, Matt, people come up to me and they say, how is it that week in and week out, you can have like this unbelievable gut-splitting humor, just fantastic jokes, makes us laugh. Actually, no one's ever come and said that I was just going to say, I don't get that much either, John. I don't don't know. Well, anyway, what I was going to say, if anyone would be asking that, the thing is, is Matt, actually, we don't don't actually write this stuff. We have writers (laughs) that work for us. We have someone else to blame. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, no, because we got quality material, (laughs) and we have actually brought the writers with us today in the studio. Oh, those writers. (laughs) Yes. These are the people that, if there's anything good you've ever heard on Wrestling Basic, it's because of these, the people behind the scenes. The little people behind the scenes that are diligently writing all this really good material for us. Could you introduce our guests today? And they're the right price, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They work so, for free. We have two very special guests today. We, uh, we're privileged to have uh, Pastor John's grandchildren on, and today we have a couple of... Well, my only two, actually, children. <laughs> so uh, so great to have you guys here. So we have uh, Noah, our son, who's, uh, well, you can tell us about yourself, Noah, and then Anna as well. So you want to just tell us how old you are, what grade you guys are going into? Noah, you want to go first? Hi, I'm Noah, and I'm going to eighth grade. And I'm Anna, and I'm going to into fourth grade. Where are you guys going to school? Word of Life Lutheran School. Yeah. And where, where's Word of Life at? So Word of Life is in beautiful South St. Louis as well. Uh, so we have the opportunity to be one of three churches affiliated with Word of Life. Uh, so at our Ascension campus, where I serve as pastor, we have a kindergarten through eighth grade at our campus. And then we have two preschool campuses, one in the north at Timothy Lutheran, and one in the south at St. Lucas Lutheran. So both our kids are going to be at the Ascension campus right by Dad. So, so Noah, I understand now because you're getting ready to, after this year to move into the big world of the high school. Where are you going to go to high school at? You know? Um, planning on Lutheran South. Did you know that your mom and dad were alumni of Lutheran South? Yeah. yeah. Well, I am. Mom is an oh, alum of a different oh. South. She went to Parkway South here oh, in she St. Louis. Did. She did. But well, she taught the what Lutheran she South. Did. She did. She did. Okay. You're exactly right. So three years at Lutheran South teaching there, English and newspaper. And uh, then she took a little break when Anna came along. And now she's been at Concordia Publishing House for uh, quite a, well, it's it's. I forget how many years. It's been a while now. Noah, do you ever have the feeling that you want to gather together pairs of animals? Does that ever come upon you? That you need, I need like a pair of giraffes, a pair of. Does that ever happen? No. Okay. I was just wondering. <laughs> this this uninsatiable urge to gather up animals. All two right. Two by two. So we've got the riders here. So you guys got anything to share with us today? Yeah. What do you have? Yeah, I think you've been giving them some thought. Some of your best material today. So Anna, you want to go first? You got a good joke to start the show with. Um. What? Oh, 
Oh. Oh, there are two hot dogs in a frying pan. <laughs> and one hot dog says, oh, it's getting hot in here. And the other hot dog says, ah, a talking hot dog. <laughs> What did I tell you? What did I tell you? <laughs> that's good that's material. That's top stuff. shelf uh, jokes, if you ask me. Hot dog. Did you tell them about my app? My not a hot dog app? Oh, we've had a lot of fun with that. So we we've been using the app now and taking pictures <laughs> of all sorts of weird stuff and seeing if it's a hot dog or not. Yeah, it's amazing. I think we took a picture of Noah's foot. And was it a hot dog? Nah. Nah. You can't fool the not a hot dog app. <laughs> So Noah, you got you got some for us. You got some for us. All right, go ahead, Noah. Well, there are two cannibals eating a clown, <laughs> and one cannibal said, "Did you use a different recipe? Because this clown tastes kind of funny." <laughs> the clown. Did you use a different funny. recipe? <laughs> <laughs> The Thank secret you. is out. The the masterminds <laughs> behind Rest of the Basics here. Noah, Noah and Anna. Oh, uh, well. So, Matt, what are we talking about today? <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. We got to do this. Where's it at? Oh, where's it at? Ah. All right, now. There's no time for foolishness. No time for foolishness. Yeah. That's right, guys. So, okay. Back to business. Uh, back to the basics. And what we've been talking about uh, during the summer here in Wrestling with the Basics is we've been talking off and on about the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer, that prayer that Jesus teaches us how to pray. And we talked about how you know prayer doesn't really come natural to us as, as sinful people. We need someone to teach us how to pray. And Jesus is the one who does that for his disciples and also for us today. So right. we want to look at today how Jesus teaches us to pray with that next part of the Lord's Prayer, the part that says... Give us this day our daily bread. Do you guys pray pray the Lord's Prayer? You guys pray the Lord's Prayer? Yeah. Where, where, where do you pray the Lord's Prayer? Uh, every night. Really? Before you go to bed? Yeah. How about in school? Do you, As a Lutheran school, do they ever pray the Lord's Prayer? Yeah. Cool, cool. Very good. So I think you guys start with Luther's prayer in the morning over the intercom. That's kind of neat. The whole school's praying that. And then, you know, the Lord's prayer too. And yeah, and at bedtime we take turns. So we, we, someone, one of the four of us leads a prayer and then we all say the Lord's prayer oh, together. So I think it's Noah's turn tonight to pray, right, Noah? Is that? I think cool. so. Yeah. Well, that's a nice practice. Yeah. Like yeah. So yeah, the, the Lord's prayer. So, so where are we at in the Lord's prayer? So right? we're at the bread part. Give oh, us this I day love the bread part. daily bread. How come it doesn't talk about hot dogs, Anna? Doesn't that bother you? Give us this day our daily hot dog. Mm. <laughs> I think that's the definitive answer, Anna. You couldn't give a that's better answer than my theological stupid, answer. stupid question. <laughs> yep, stupid questions. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Oh, yes. All right. So as we talk about. The, uh, the Daily Bread. We also want to think a little bit about that that book I mentioned, Our Way Home, A Journey Through yes. the Lord's Prayer, uh, written by uh, Daniel Pavlis. There's some, some neat insights there. And and one of the things he talks about is is in terms of a drought. So we, we think of a drought, which is kind of an odd place to start sure. thinking about daily bread, you know, I've yeah. got to admit. But, you know, here in summer in St. Louis, it's been pretty mild. It's been okay. You know, it's, it's oh, not what, terrible. Where have out. you been? Well, I think it's been... <laughs> it was 108 degrees Well, that's true. We ago. did make it up to 108. Now, that's yeah. that's not too mild. This past weekend, pretty decent. No, it's been nice lately. But, uh, but no, no, that 108 weekend, boy, that was rough. Um, 108 and pretty dry, too. Not a whole lot of rain, especially, you know, early on this summer. You know, and and uh, But, but 
you know, for us in the city, city folk here in beautiful South St. Louis, you know, that's not a whole lot more than just sort of an inconvenience for us. Just a second. Kids, does he do that at home all the time? Guys, don't you love living in beautiful South St. Louis? Does he do that all the time at home, too? Not really. Okay. Well, that's all he talks about here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So uh, for us, for us city dwellers, for us city folk, you know, it means you got to water the lawn a little more. It means, you know, maybe you got to water the geraniums more than once a day. Who knows? But for for those who out of New Athens Way in Darmstadt, the farmers in particular, boy, it can be pretty serious to drought and dryness. And and it's been really spotty. So some people are doing really well, but there's still some places we haven't got rain yet, Matt. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. so, so Pavla, Dr. Pavla wrote this book. He grew up in Minnesota and, and on a farm. So yeah. he writes a little bit about that. So he kind of knows what that's about. He writes about a two-year drought that they experienced. And he, he says this, the scorched earth cracked open in jagged lines, looking like a lightning strike that had grounded itself. What could we do? We stood in the yard and we watched the sky. We wonder if it would ever rain again. It was as if the clouds had completely forgotten how to rain. That summer, I was ready to stand in the middle of our yard and just get completely soaked. But then he goes on to say, and this might sound kind of odd, I hope you've had a dry summer. Nothing makes us more ready for this fourth petition of the Lord's Prayer like standing under an empty heaven. Oh, wow. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, this idea that to when we pray those words, give us this day our daily bread, those words become so much more meaningful, perhaps, if we're standing under that empty sky, if we know what it's like to to maybe want a little bit. Uh, It makes it, I think, that much more poignant that God really is the one that we rely on for that daily bread, for that daily bread, literally bread, but also hot dogs, right, in our home and all our necessities in life. God is the one who provides. And sometimes it's in those times of want that we see that most clearly. I think you're right. That's a good point, because a lot of times I guess we just rush through that petition because we not only have bread, but we've got fried chicken and watermelon and corn on the cob. And, you know, we have such an abundance of things we forget that uh, it is the Lord who's providing those things. And without the Lord's grace and mercy, we would literally have nothing. Yeah. So what more can we do in those times of one? But then just to stand under that sky and pray, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. I think it's interesting, too, that he's always the one who provides. And whether we realize it or not, he's the one who's providing. I like how Jesus talks about how the rain falls on the righteous and the unrighteous alike. There's no distinction. It's not just the the the, the good people get the rain or the Christians get the rain and the, the bad people and the non-Christians, oh, they don't get any rain. No, God provides it for everyone. How gracious is that? But, you know, for us as Christians to know that our Lord is providing, how much more do we appreciate that rain and the sun and all that he gives in that daily bread when we know that it's coming from a loving heavenly father who's providing for us because he loves us? Not just by chance. No, there's there's someone behind this, and it's a father who loves us in heaven. And, and you know, uh, see, again, I'm looking around. We, we didn't bring our catechism with us. <laughs> did you guys, did you kids, you bring your catechism with you? No. Well, I've got my Lutheran study Bible here. Maybe we can... is, that's what I wonder. Is the catechism in the Lutheran oh, study Bible? Oh, yeah. It's a Lutheran oh, study well, Bible, of course. All right. <laughs> well, you're looking that up because I'm thinking that's exactly the point that uh, Luther makes in the catechism. Not not to suggest your dad is stealing material from other Uh-oh, people. Oh, oh. No, well, if you're going to steal it, Luther's a pretty guy to well, steal it from, true. I guess. Yeah, yeah the, the fourth petition about daily bread. What does this mean? God certainly gives daily bread everyone to everyone without our prayers even all the evil people but we pray in this petition that god would lead us to realize this and to receive our daily bread of thanksgiving and isn't that a statement about the grace and mercy of god yeah that he gives it even to 
Yeah, evil people. Yeah. They, they get it, too. And they don't even ask for it. They don't even think they're getting it. They think they're earning it, working for themselves. And yet that's just how compassionate he is. He still goes ahead and gives them something to eat as well. Yeah, um, exactly. We, we talked a little bit about that uh, last week with the whole feeding of the 4,000. Again, it wasn't like he divided them up into two groups where you got your good people, you got your believers, I'm going to feed you, <laughs> there's other people, you're on your own. Go on home and get something to eat. No, fed, fed all 4,000 of them. Although we know that there had to be both good and evil. There had to be both believers and unbelievers in that group. But feeds them all. Yeah, and you know those people get to see that food provided for by Jesus with their own eyes. For us, we see it with eyes of faith, and that's our prayer. Like Luther says, that we would know this and receive it with thanksgiving. Then, and and yet, you know, you're right. We don't get to see that immediate multiplication of the fish and the loaves and the hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> It's in one of the variant readings. Yeah, yeah. There was sure, also some hot They were somewhere. in a frying pan talking to each other, and Jesus <laughs> took them and multiplied them. Did you know that, Anna? That's actually where that joke comes from. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. That's where you come to the rest of the basics. Yeah. Oh, get boy, the, you learn all sorts of great stuff side from of the Pastor story. Jolly John. <laughs> That's right. Uh, 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 but the fact of the matter is, it is a... Uh, you guys, you were talking about living in farm country. I live in farm country. Yeah. You, you know when when they when they when they plant corn, you know how many seeds of corn. Well, of course they're, they, but you know for each corn stalk, you know how many seeds they plant. How, to make one corn stalk, how many seeds do they plant? I don't know. Okay, honest answer. Come out to the farm. We'll, we'll take you out. <laughs> One seed. They put one little corn seed there in the little corn. Well, of course, they're planting a whole bunch of corn, but, mm-hmm. but one little corn seed. And from that corn seed will come what? A thousand kernels of corn? Yeah. One little seed of wheat? Again, hundreds? I don't know. I'm not a farmer either. We need to get a farmer in and answer these technical. <laughs> right. but, but is that not a miracle? And, and, and you put it in dirt? <laughs> you know, generally when I put stuff in dirt, it dies. <laughs> in fact, that's what we generally do with stuff. That's dead. We put it in dirt. And yet somehow, miraculously, this yeah. one little seed will produce thousands and thousands of seeds. So it, the miracle's going on. And this is going on all over the world. It's incredible. Yeah, it, yeah, and uh, yeah, for for good and for bad, for Christians, for non Christians, for yeah. evil, for everyone. Thanks be to God. Yeah, I think one place where we see that in the scriptures too. We, you mentioned the feeding of the four thousand, the five thousand, uh, also with the the manna in the wilderness. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. when I think of daily bread, especially, yeah. I can't help but think of that. How every single day God provides them just enough for that day. Yeah. And even you know some of the people they they don't quite trust that, and especially initially they gather more <laughs> than they need. They gather enough for maybe the next day too, and the next day they get up and what is it? Is it still okay, guys? What does it look like? Remember? Worms. Worms. There's maggots and worms, and it's rotting away because, yeah, they didn't trust in the Lord that God gives them enough for that day, for no, the next Anna, day. No, don't you love the Bible? Maggots and worms. I know. All sorts <laughs> of good great. stuff. great. Oh, it. man. It tells it like it is. Maggots? What's maggots? Like little bugs, you know, like it, baby flies it, and worms. baby flies. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. They grew up to be flies. <laughs> Super gross, Fly huh? larva. That's the technical term. Yeah. So trusting in God for that daily bread, you know, that's what, what God really taught the Israelites there with that manna, but also today for us to trust in him for that daily bread. You know, we think about what would we do if we were the ones in charge of, of giving out the daily bread for ourselves? <laughs> you know, if we were the ones to do that, um, we'd probably just take it all at once, right? You know, like this big rain cloud in the sky that we you know, just let loose on us, right? Uh, all shower down all these blessings on us at one time. 
Uh, but that's not always good either. You know, we think of droughts and how bad they are, but almost equally as bad, maybe even worse sometimes, are floods. If you get as much rain as you're supposed to get in a month in one day, you're going to be in trouble. And it's kind of the same thing, too. If we unleash all these gifts, a month's worth of gifts in just one day, boy, we, we might be in trouble. You know, God knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And even during those times when we think, well, maybe we're not getting the daily bread or the things we need when we need them or how we need them, we would do much worse if we were the ones in charge. See, and, and speaking uh, allegorically uh, and going back to the farmland, that's exactly the point. So we're in a drought, but the last thing we need is for all the rain to come at one time because yep. it just washes off the soil and washes out the seed. No, you want that rain that would come on a daily basis, a little bit here, a little bit tomorrow, just enough to keep everything right where it should be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, 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 and you know... Uh, that's the thing, though, Matt. You're, you're absolutely right. You, you begin this study by saying he's going to teach us how to pray. And I think that's an instructive part of this particular petition, because you're right. What we're always praying about is the bread for tomorrow. We want a whole lot of bread. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to pray tomorrow. So we're taking care of tomorrow. But but the whole petition points us again to faith. This is how God works. No, no, he doesn't want us to have so much that we can be like the rich farmer that says, hey, man, I got my barns full of grain. Yep. Eat, drink, and be merry. No, no, that's that's not the program. The program is, is that every day we would trust that the Lord would provide for us. And every day, therefore, we would pray that the Lord would provide for us. Yeah. And he's done it so far up to today, right, guys? We wouldn't be sitting here in the studio on the air if he hadn't. We'd be They don't look hungry to me. Did you guys get <laughs> breakfast today? Did you? Did you get breakfast? What did you guys have for breakfast? Uh, I think I had a bagel and Noah had... I forgot. Noah, what did what you, have? you have? Come Noah? on, get in here. Step in here, Noah. What did you have? Um, I had a breakfast sandwich thing. Ooh, what Where'd was you guys it? go? Did you go somewhere? No. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> do, your, do your parents give you breakfast every day, or is there some days they say, sorry, not today, maybe tomorrow we'll have something for you? Uh, no. Oh, now I'm getting scared. Wait, wait I'm second. sorry. I shouldn't have brought no, that subject up. I think it's pretty much every day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they were with Grandma and Grandpa this morning, hanging out Oh, the well, summer, then we so. don't know about Grandma and yeah, Grandpa. Well, <laughs> I think it's even better when they're with Grandma I and Grandpa. I think so. Probably a big uh, bowl of sugar and cereal. Yeah, that's what we know. give our Get grandkids. Get out the donuts. <laughs> Get out the donuts. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, you mentioned the feeding of the 5,000. Oh, no, or, no, I'm sorry. Oh, I you got more? Okay, sure. I'm just going to make the point here. Yeah. Your, your your parents take care of you, right? They yeah. take care of you. They, they don't let you go hungry. In fact, if, if, if you were in that situation where there wasn't enough food, I think they'd be really incredibly sad about that, wouldn't they? And sometimes that is a situation where the parents don't have enough money to really give the kids the food they want. But but that's how we started the prayer, didn't we? We started the prayer praying our father. father. Yeah, our so father. that's okay. He's he's a good parent. And and if if, if we who are sinful, and trust me, I know some stories about your dad. I'll tell you. <laughs> we're, we're we're flawed people. We're sinful people. And if we can do that, if we can take care of our kids, I'm thinking that our holy, beloved, perfect Father, He probably will do a good job of taking care of us too. That Amen. Was my point. But what a beautiful so. picture that is too. I love how that whole prayer is framed with our Father in heaven and how He provides for us yeah. as that loving yeah. heavenly yeah. Father. I'm a little worried, though, the kids didn't just jump in there when I asked him if you were giving them food, so I don't know. <laughs> Come on, guys. Every morning, their whole lives, and then you, you just blank on the air. No answer. Gee whiz. Sheesh. 
Oh, yeah. I bet. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say th- this, uh, the feeding of the 5,000 that you yeah, brought up. Yeah. I, I think that's so interesting because, it, you know, you're talking about how our, our father once provided for us, gives us what we need. Yeah. He's our loving our loving father in heaven. Well, with Jesus, too, I think that with the, the feeding of the 5,000, he could have just avoided the whole thing if he wanted to. Well, you know, uh, how so what, what do you, what do you, that, what do you think about it here? So we're how in, in Matthew chapter 14. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, here they. Yes, yes. Yeah, That's very good. I'm glad you're eager to hear. Uh, so, so Jesus comes ashore. He sees this crowd. He has compassion on them. Uh, then, when it's evening, the disciples come to him and he says, "This is a desolate place, right in the middle of nowhere. Uh, let the people go. Uh, they're hungry after all, so they can buy for themselves some food, right?" And Jesus could have just said. Okay, good idea. <laughs> good idea, guys. <laughs> you could have got out of it. Yeah, it's it's you know it's about that time. Why don't we just uh, dismiss yeah. the crowds and uh, and they can go get something to eat, right? They can go over to Denny's and grab grab something. D- don't to eat, go right? to the Clark's house though. You might go hungry. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, I'm never gonna live this one down, guys. Thanks a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean, Jesus could have got out of it, but he doesn't. Instead, Jesus says uh, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. Oh, yeah. You give them something to eat. He says yeah. to the disciples, and then they, they bring, of course, that two loaves, and five loaves and two fish, and then Jesus multiplies them, and he feeds that whole crowd of people, 5,000 plus women and children. And what's cool, it's a kid. It's a kid that brings yeah. them. Yeah, yeah isn't that Think great? of that, you guys, yeah. right there. The, the kids were helping everybody out. Pretty cool, huh? God works through them. But, you know, and Pavel, I think, makes a neat point in his book, and this this idea that when we pray that petition of the Lord's Prayer, and we pray it in Jesus' name, when we're saying, give us this day our daily bread, it's as if Jesus is coming before his Father on our behalf saying, Father, you give them something to eat. Oh, and, that and, is cool. And I think that's a neat picture. Just as Jesus would say that to the disciples, and he cares for the needs of the people that day. When it comes to our needs, he says, Father, you give them something to eat. That is neat. And uh, out of love for us and for the sake of his son, the Father answers. He gives us something to eat. He gives us the needs we need for this day. Yeah, And I, I think that's really that, that role of Jesus, our intercessor, the one who carries that prayer before his Father in heaven. Uh, you give them something to eat, and, and the Father does. Yeah, and oh man, Matt, now you've really touched my heart because I had not thought about that. But it really, it it is the Jesus prayer, isn't it? We 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 couldn't pray that with confidence and with faith, except for the fact that Jesus is the one that taught us that, and Jesus is also the one that said that we are His brothers. Yeah. So, and so yeah, that's how you know. You want to know that Jesus is going to provide, or God is going to provide you because you got Jesus. It's making that prayer request for us. Yeah. 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 And Jesus is that same one who experienced droughts too. He's familiar oh, yeah. with it. We think of yeah. his temptation in the wilderness. How 40 days. 40 days without food and that temptation, especially even to turn a stone into bread, right? Uh, but he refused to end that fast on Satan's terms and Satan's temptation. Uh, he refuses the bread. Uh, but then that's the same Savior who ends his time then with those same disciples with bread yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the lord's supper there in the upper room uh as he provides for them in this this final meal this la- this uh, uh kind of last will and testament he gives them this gift uh before his death before his, his resurrection so jesus you know at another level here in the lord's prayer is that bread of life of course that bread of life the one who knows temptations and drought the one who who gives us his bread of uh, of his own flesh to eat and to drink even still today and it's interesting you bring that up because that kind of leads us into the next petitions, doesn't it, Matt? Where it he's sure going does. to talk about temptation and evil. Yes, yeah, great leading. And all of that stuff. So can you guys come back? Can you come back next week? Uh, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Noah, how about you? Yep. Okay. Uh, great. We will return then uh, next Saturday morning at 9.05 with our riders and with Wrestling with the Basics.